Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Jennifer, Karen, Julia, Mary, Kevin, Robin, Jenny, Anna, Barbara, Susie, Diane, Stephanie, Terry, Erica, Jill, Joe, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes. My eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E on.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. So basically today's challenge is a mouthful. We have to design a mini collection. A three-piece collection. High-end look, unconventional materials. An unconventional challenge. Of course, we have to do it in teams. Why can't I just work alone? you lovely listeners welcome back into the workroom a labor of love dedicated to project runway i'm ernez and i'm nayland and sometimes the things we love tax that love <laughs> <laughs> i mean some some of those things make it more of a laborious endeavor and, uh, and a loving yeah. one yes it is yes the labor the labor is real uh, so laborious i want to put a u in there it's just like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the, um so welcome back listeners we are continuing on our semi-vintage journey through season 12 mm-hmm. and we will be talking about episode five and uh we're just talking about podcasts that uh, we're only on on episode five, and so much has happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is such a a heavy season so far. Um, so let us know how you're doing through this um, by sending us emails at Gmail. So we have our our email address in the workroom at gmail.com. Join us on Instagram at the Workroom Podcast and on our wonderful Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash the workroom if you still feel comfortable doing stuff there. And also the cheat sheet is in the show notes. And uh, once we get to that segment, I'll cue everyone and you can follow along the um, final runway visually in runway order. And also for our wonderful Patreon patrons, our current bonus episode is continuing a stitch in time, another type of adventure with Nalen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hardly a labor at all. Oh, it's just what so a much more love than labor. It's like a jaunt through the meadow. Mm-hmm. It's this wonderful change of scenery. Um, so, okay, so Nalan, how are you doing with this rewatch of this season? Any <sighs> any notes up top, or would you like to integrate them? <laughs> are they ongoing notes? I would say. I I will I I'll integrate them. I think I mean uh I I thought you and Patricia did a wonderful job um on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um 
and and it was so telling for me when when Patricia was saying like if this had been like her first season she wouldn't she would have stopped <laughs> watching the show and she wouldn't and, and she would never have done this this podcast with us would never have like I know it was, I mean and it's so this is so different from how I felt going through the first one and I and and I was thinking I'm like wow it uh, and even and we'll go through this episode but um there is there were such high hopes at the beginning of episode 4 because the the challenge was so wonderful and straightforward and simple mm-hmm. and then all of the the layers happened throughout the day uh, you know other types of distractions away from the actual process and it's such a contrast with for we'll get into this episode where so many it's a not a straightforward task we're back to all of these really complicated intros into just making things for these designers yeah and um man i think i really did have on some dom blinders back then because because she's all i remember really remember she's the best thing yeah. about the season i was like wow i think was really really blinded by how much i loved dom <laughs> yeah and we're and, well and also um you know we're f- we're five episodes in and she is um she's barely a presence yes yeah in part because she's um in part because she's competent mm-hmm. <laughs> like yep. like that's that's the other um you know that that's the the other difficulty here is that it's it's um she isn't generating um she isn't getting a lot of screen time right now because she isn't like in constant freakout mode right she like had like you know establishes a clear direction and follows through on it yeah <laughs> yeah and if you ask her questions i'm pretty sure she would be able to answer everything and you mm-hmm. know, if if, if uh, we're just like, oh, so dumb, like, how'd you make a princess scene on this, this thing here? She would wonderfully and, or, and clearly show you with enthusiasm and passion. But she's competing with some heavy hitters. And mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, not. Yeah, yeah, she's it's just not what's uh, what's on the production sheet or, or or whatever it is in terms of narrative for this. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the episode, and yeah, um, yeah I mean, this continued. Uh, uh, this we're on this again. This dramatic turn, and another to bring up Patricia when I when I told her, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm wondering if you've rolled the lottery for or roll the die for the next really dramatic thing that's going to happen. And I'm like, no spoilers. I'm not going to tell you. Um, poor Patricia. Anyway, but mm. yes. So we open on. At Refinery Hotel, with mm-hmm. with a couple of designers who were not there to witness Sandro's violent meltdown backstage, Brayden and Alexander, mm-hmm. because they're um, I don't believe they were because they were talking quite longingly. But I think Alexander might have been there, but Brayden wasn't. Is that I I think that's what I think I, I think that's the case because well. Uh, I guess right. Alexander must have been there because Alexander wasn't was neither top three or bottom right, three. Right. Right. So, but Braden was in the top three. So yes, 
Yeah. He so so he was out front. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's processing what it means for Alexander to have left and or what's up with that. Yeah. I'm not Alexander with with Sandro, Sandro to have left. Mm-hmm. And how they all feel about that. And some are a little wistful. And so, you know, I mean, the little wistful ones makes me think like, okay, probably there was plenty of time when Sandra wasn't having a meltdown that that mm-hmm. he might have been actually fun to hang around with. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you weren't a woman, um, <laughs> you know. And I mean, and in some kind of way, I, I would think. And I don't, I don't think any of them were thinking of it strategically. Sandro didn't seem to have the design aesthetic that would get him that very far. So in terms mm-hmm. of like a cover, definitely someone who would have, who I would think, oh, they'll go before me. Um, so, you know, at least this person is here and it, it, it ups my chances of getting further mm-hmm. to the competition. It's very, it's very uh, sterile to think of it that way and kind of shrewd, but um I'm pretty sure yeah. that was that was there as well. I I was mostly feeling sorry for the crew. I'm pretty sure they were the most relieved that he was coming. Oh, sure. So, so yeah. yeah. Um. All right, and and we also have uh, a little bit of you know of of talk from the from the from those who were saved. I would say by Sandro taking himself out, namely mm-hmm. Miranda and Jeremy. Jeremy mm-hmm. also felt that it definitely would have been between him and Miranda. But of course, no one went home um, from from the judging since we did have Sandro disqualify himself by walking off set. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we had from. Yeah, that's a, a little bit surprising because I think that Sue is much more on the hook than Jeremy was. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I thought just the instant in terms of the way they went at Miranda. Um, but you're right. I don't think any of them would. I don't think they would have thought, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's interesting. I'll, I'll leave that for later. Cause I feel like there's yeah. a lot of wonderful delusion with Sue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she was just like, Oh no, I'm not going home. Like, why would I, I made something yeah. really great and avant-garde and conceptual. Um, so yeah. Yes. So um, in, you know, instead of heading to the workroom, where does everybody go? Ernest? Well, they first head to the runway. For one of these interstitials. Oh, that's right. From, yes. from a little bit of Heidi. Yeah, we have to just kind of do a little bit of busy work before we actually get to the real stuff because they're going to make them jump through hoops to get to the challenge today. Right. They just they go to the runway. Heidi gives them no information, just clues to meet Tim mm-hmm. and a guest at the in the meatpacking district. And they will right. have a few surprises in store for them. And also she tells them, proceed with caution. Um. You know, to put a little bit of Heidi fear into into their bones. Yeah. So, but so that means they do end up at the meatpacking in the meatpacking district. Um, you know, they're walking, horns are honking. I guess they're not that. It looks like they made them walk. I I think they probably took the subway, but uh, they stopped to meet Tim at the Gansafort Plaza, or mm-hmm. as I've deemed it myself, my least favorite street to walk down. Mm. I don't this this part of it's just the cobblestones are so treacherous and also there's always tons of construction happening over there but I saw the street and I was just like oh man <laughs> what what not a treat to walk down um, well let 
<laughs> as an as an old person, <laughs> um, those cobblestones were very very. Uh, if you think they're treacherous now, they were much more treacherous when they were covered with um, with beef fat and blood oh because. God. The meatpacking district was literally a meatpacking district. It was yeah. the only businesses were sort of slaughterhouses um, and uh, and a couple of infamous um, uh, by which I mean um, transcendent uh, gay leather bars mm-hmm. um, and um, starting, I would say, in the um early 2000s that whole district um was massively gentrified sort of culminating now into the position that it's the home of the new whitney museum Mm -hmm. um and uh any number of other other locations but it used to be that that was a um uh when i uh, I had a friend who was an artist who moved onto 14th Street um, in the late 70s, mm-hmm. and there and there were no um, there were no businesses other than than meat packers and um, and a couple of uh, cab um, garages. Man, I I really did miss it <laughs> because. When I moved, to, I remember the meatpacking district was one of the first places my roommate at the time, my first roommate living in New York, invited me to go. And she was like, oh, just show up. And I'm, I'm moving to New York from Philly. Philly's very different from New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she goes, you have to wear great shoes. And I was like, excuse me? What do you mean? And she goes, here, it's, it, this is the place where they really pay attention to what shoes you're wearing. And I'm like, well, I'm not going. I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think I have the shoes. And sure enough. You know, that was around the, this is like the late aughts. So 2009, 2010 Mm -hmm. and around the time where I was like, oh, this is a part of New York where I'm going to just bow out. (laughs) I'm just not going to go there. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is where Diane von Furstenberg's Mm -hmm. um, headquarters are now. Yeah. Um, There's, it's for for a while, um, there were a few studios where um, where fashion, um, you know, fashion houses used to be. But it was it was artist lofts. Mm-hmm. It was um, a big um, sex working district. Mm-hmm. If you ever watch the movie Cruising, most of it is set around that neighborhood. Um, oh, wow. And where they meet Tim is uh, half a block away from um, the uh, what used to be the leather bar, the Lure, mm-hmm. um, at in uh, uh, you know. Uh, you, so look up your history. Do you kids. know what the Lure is now? Um, it it's some place? it's some horrible restaurant. Okay. Is it a chain? I, I it... can't. I can't even tell you. Oh, no. I don't even remember what it what it turned into. Okay. Yeah. Because it's just kind of, you know. Yeah. A, a string of those down there. I probably know the name of that one. But so we're so we're in this historic area, um, and we find Tim there with Brian Bolain, corporate marketing manager for Lexus, and Bolain introduces all of us to the new Lexus IS sedan, 
which is all new for 2014. And I hope you like it because you're spending a little time in these cars today as mm. transportation as you complete these challenges. So, yeah. So there uh, there are, uh, I would say, four Lexuses lined up. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. they're there for show. Um, they're there with Brian. And uh, don't worry. They're not necessarily a part of the challenge, but they could be if you'd like right. for them to be. So. Right. Why should they be? <laughs> I, I kind of wish that Tim had a little bit more conviction. But I, OK, because this is how the challenge is laid out where it's like, oh, these these Lexuses could be inspiration for your your pieces, mm. but only if you want them to be. Um, I wonder if this was a foot down by someone who didn't want to hold the designers to being inspired by the cars for some reason. Um, but I think I would have liked it a little bit better if they had integrated it into, no matter how cheesy it is, make it a part of the, of the challenge. <laughs> so. Well, I think, I, I think maybe the deal is like, okay, Lexus, if the, if, if the, if the winner of project runway does not get a Lexus, mm -hmm. then you do not get a challenge where the designers all have to be inspired by your Lexus. Hmm. Oh, right. Interesting. <laughs> like, like, like there's probably tears to this product placement because yeah. this because basically the Lexus bears as much relationship to the design brief as the frozen yogurt does, mm -hmm. you know, so this just bears out my thing of like, oh, my God, like it product placement is one thing, mm -hmm. but it like inept product placement is a whole other thing. Yeah. And especially when it's like just utterly you you see the way that it just utterly undermines the the structure of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so, it's really tough. Yeah. So not only is this um another like inspired by a product challenge, Ernest, but but what else is wonderful about this challenge? Well, it's a team challenge. Uh, we love that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't we? <laughs> Haven't had enough of those this season. Especially after another season that was all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no season the last, was all the last team challenge went really well, right? It was spectacular. I, you know, <laughs> especially like the other unconventional challenge. I want, right. uh, you know, there's, it's just more the merrier. The more, okay. the more the special allure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, so, okay. So it's a team challenge, yes. um, that, that has something to do with this Lexus car. So that must be it, right? That's, well, that's enough conditions to give the, the designers, right? So uh, the most that the Lexus participates in is that it's making them go to these strange places. Well, why are they going to these strange places? Because they're, this is also an unconventional materials challenge. Are they going to go to mood? No, no. The Lexuses are not programmed for mood. They're programmed for a wallpaper store, an antique wallpaper store, a special food store, mm -hmm. and surprise, surprise, which is the name of a combination home goods and party food and party goods store. So they have. So the wait, the designers have to go to all three of these places. No, you have to choose up to two. As a team, you have to decide which two out of the three you're going to go to. <laughs> oh, and these are all places they've been to before, right? Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I've never seen these places, and neither have the designers. 
a vintage and, wallpaper and, store. And the reason for this is what? Well, the reason for this <laughs> is to create as much choice as possible for a one-day challenge. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's the fifth challenge. Yeah. It's time to stretch them because they have not been stretched enough. Right. So wait a minute. So the teams are working. So they're going to make a garment then. They're going to make. Right. So they're working on a garment. No, no, Nayland. That is incorrect. <laughs> what? <laughs> they're going to make three, three garments because this is all about also not just an unconventional materials challenge, not just about the Lexus and not just about teens, but it's about making three cohesive pieces. They're making a mini collection. So, so was, I I know what I was doing at this time. And I don't know what you were doing at this time, but I was not writing into Project Runway going like, oh my God, you guys get it together. I'm falling asleep during these episodes. Would you please give the designers something more difficult to contend with? I mean, I, I, because I, I, I think I saw this and I, Man, there is another season that, oh man, I'm trying to remember which one it is. It's much later, but they travel just for an unconventional challenges, uh, unconventional materials challenge. And it's maybe the second to last. And I had the same thought then that I had now. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't know if I like these anymore. I, I They're exciting. But when you have three and five episodes. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I'm up for it. I would rather just see them work some fabric. Can I just yeah. have that? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> just work some fabric, please. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I think what I would have wanted more of in writing in is just, you know, can we have some interstitials of just how do you yeah. sew a princess seam? Make or, a co- make a goddamn cocktail dress. Yeah. Oh please! <laughs> like please. hey, you guys, just make a cocktail dress. Yeah, give me some terms to learn. <laughs> where's Where's your girl going? Well, she's going to have a cocktail. <laughs> I or even yeah, sit them down and ask them those questions. Where is that girl going? You don't have an, you don't have an answer. All right, so let's see how yeah. yours turns out compared to another designer who yeah. had an answer to that question. So I I you know it maybe it's awful of me, but I feel like this like three locations pick to um you know unconventional materials thing is entirely so that they got sufficient footage of people in lexuses to satisfy the the product placement yeah yeah like they like they couldn't just hop in the lexus and like drive around to mood right right like they you know they have to like go to these other places it's so ridiculous it is it really is um, so I, I also, anyway, it, but and, I, and, the only thing that I was really excited about this is that there is a vintage wallpaper store somewhere or was, but yes. yeah. So, and, and surprise, surprise for those who don't know to, to go to once again, do another deep dive on our, um, <laughs> on our, um, New York, um, uh, New York history is basically the store that NYU students, furnish their dorm rooms out of like it is on it's on 13th and second avenue i think oh really and 
Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, just below 14th. Okay. And so it's like all the stuff in there is like, of course they have like shower curtains and bath mats. It's like everything that you will find eight months later thrown out on the street when NYU students go back to their, to be with their families during the summer (laughs) and move out of their NYU housing. (laughs) Oh yeah. They always carry around or push around those huge tubs on wheels. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, and so let's mention the teams before we move on to the next segment. Yeah. Are they picked by the button bag? Uh, no, I don't believe so. No. Can we? Okay. So this is, I had that fleeting thought and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This, this couldn't have been something that they could have foreseen. Right. I I mean, okay. So they put Ken with Alexandria and Sue. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like my heart just didn't want to think that this was done on purpose. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it is, I, I feel like anything that does not happen in front of our eyes, mm. it, like that, like anything that is not pulled at random in front of our eyes mm-hmm. is done on purpose. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I long for the days when Nina Garcia. And Heidi, you know, there, there was an episode where the judges got to choose the teams, and mm-hmm. they and they told them why. They're like, "These, this is why we're putting you all you all together because we think it would be interesting to see what your combined mm-hmm. aesthetics could produce for us." Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, that's a this... challenge that makes sense for later in a season when you haven't had only five episodes to see what people are capable of, and three of them have oh been um, <laughs> unconventional. I know. And two of them have been teams. I know. Or has it been three teams? I no, think they've had two. at least two. So, yeah, the other <laughs> unconventional challenge was a team challenge. Right. So, right. So difficult. So you'd have no way of being able to pair people up to sort of see what their design aesthetic is yeah. like because you basically have not seen it for yeah. for five weeks. Right. And that was and, the whole thing with, with Helen yeah. last week. Yeah. So So yes, we get Ken and um and uh and Alexandria and Sue mm-hmm. and we know how well that is going to go immediately. Oh yeah. Because you know, we have a cutaway from Ken but then we have footage of Alexandria going like, Ken, are you going to be our driver? That So, because I feel like, and that was Sue. And I, and was, I. Was, right, Sue said that. Yes, because I right. was like, oh, no, Sue's making. Yeah. First of all, they call out the, the, the teams and Ken is obviously mad. Just Ken wears all of his emotions on his entire body. And. Well, yeah, I, I. I I do remember at one point um, during this year, during during the summer, during the year that this was shot, mm-hmm. like I just remember like one morning waking up because I heard somebody scream, hell no, Miss Daisy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> now, now I think I know who it was. this worse dear dear viewers like a a lot of a lot of folks express um 
confusion over the term microaggression. (laughs) (laughs) If you're one of these people who doesn't get what a microaggression is, watch this moment on repeat. (laughs) Yes, yes. It 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 is an excellent example, an excellent PSA. Because you have these two very tall, blonde white women. Right. Like, just towering over Ken. Um, and it's just, and also just, yeah, I, yeah. yeah all, uh, One of them is like twice Ken's age. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I forget that. I, and that's another thing. That's sort of like a function of, um, I, you know, I think it's a function of being black in America, how some black people read older than they really are in terms of their, um, their states, because mm-hmm. Ken is, is 24, Ken is yeah. around this. I think is around the same age as Timothy, for instance. Like Timothy and Ken are the same age. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's not looking good for this trio of people. Yeah. This and, is this is not. And a I. Great and everyone else clocks it too. And everyone's yeah. just so great. I feel like not everyone else should be happy with their teams either, but they're just so happy to not be on Ken, Alexandria, and Sue's team. They're just like, oh, I'll take this. This is fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Because then we have Jeremy, Kate, and Karen. Mm -hmm. And then we have Justin, Dom, and Helen, and Alexander, Mm -hmm. Miranda, and Brayden. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that team in particular, they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're we're fine with this. We're fine with having Miranda, just as long as we're not over there with, with Team Madness. Yeah. So... All right. Oh, my goodness. So there's so much to do. Um, On top of that, they have to remember the numbers because they have a suggested budget of $1,500. My God. And I forgot. Each team needs to choose one person to pay. And then the other designers will reimburse their go bank accounts. Uh. Go bank. So yes, um, so so yes, so sorry, Nayland. There are just so many little parts for this. I think we're done. I think we're done. It's just that the next part we have to caucus at the Lexus, right? So, yeah, and here I, I think we we do get our our healthy groups first because we kind of get a conversation between Helen, Dom, and Justin talking about architectural lines they're they are choosing to be inspired by the car it's optional but they're choosing that um and then jeremy kate and karen jeremy's just like let's do the great gatsby and i i just it's interesting how that was such a a quick jump to the theme of great gatsby and Mm -hmm. kate comes in with going like well let's try to be a little bit modern here because if we're going to deal with the lexus at all these are very modern cars it's Mm. It's 2014. That's still in the future at that time. And then we have Brayden, Alexander, and Miranda, who are going to do all white as a main color, but I don't know why. I, I wasn't sure why they chose white. <laughs> they, and yeah, then because Ken, Sue, and Alexandria actually have the white Lexus and don't seem to have decided on anything, of course. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> they, they, their theme is going to be fuming. I mean, it's... <laughs> It, which which could be a fierce theme if you could get it together. <laughs> so one of the things that I pointed out in my notes was that Alexandria is driving. 
<laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And I call him Team Kin's Nightmare. Um, but yeah, okay. So then, so let's talk about this time at the Home Goods slash party place because I think this is where most of the designers went at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Because the way this section goes, you know, they kind of follow them through this one store. And then we have a back and forth at the antique wallpaper shop. And it seems like people stuck to going to the food store last if they were going to go there. Right. But, yeah. I mean, it, I, it, you know, given the unconventional challenge thing, yes, it's you're much less likely to get things that are going to be able to... Um, to cover a lot mm-hmm. in in the food store fair enough like <laughs> if like like if you're using a lot of food you're probably using it for embellishment yes yeah yeah and because i think they were thrown a gigantic bone from the show mm-hmm. by them having the option of going to a wallpaper store because yeah you know just just go there um I, yeah, a lot happens at the Home Goods Party Party Place. Surprise, surprise. Where yes. there's a lot of grabbing of placemats. And we have a couple of teams that are really focusing on that. And I would say mainly Brayden, no, Jeremy, Karen, and Kate. And I do believe that they're, they're the ones who are there at the same time as Ken, Alexandria, and Sue. Um, because there is kind of like a, a bottleneck at the register because uh, Sue has a bit of a spending thing. Um, and they ended up, they ended up spending $1,300 mm-hmm. at surprise, surprise. So th- this is team Ken, Sue and Alexandria, mm. at the checkout counter, um, which I don't know if that's unfair. I, I, I can see them spending that much money at surprise, right. surprise. So, I mean, depending on what you're buying, Sue, all, all we see Sue go for is um, black, uh, like black vinyl um, uh, laundry bags and black vinyl um, uh, shower curtains mm-hmm. or black nylon shower curtain. It's like all like just give me big pieces of, of black fabric is yes. what she's is what she's buying. Yes. Yeah. And I will also say that um, that uh, the wallpaper store is still in existence. It's called Secondhand Rose. Yay. Um, and you can go to their website and take a look at a lot of vintage um, uh, wallpaper patterns, some of which look like ones that people were had already been looking at during <laughs> like in 2013. Oh, it's still there. So, Yay. It's like, <laughs> the selection is not looking all that different but you know i guess vintage wallpaper is is what it is yeah i really liked that concept i mean or or i Mm -hmm. i enjoyed that part of the shopping trip because um it was a little bit easier to see because it sort of is like a mood experience where there's a grown-up there to get what you want because they know where things are you can't touch everything (laughs) Yeah, rolling Can't it out and go to the food store. However, and oh my gosh, um, yes, AKA Garden of Eden, um, formerly on 14th Street. I think that they've closed down, or are actually on 23rd Street. Okay. Um, and uh, but I think they've closed down. 
for yeah. now. Okay. He wants to go to get food instead of like a weapon to deal with yeah. the other two ladies. <laughs> I'm not going to say that on the podcast. He didn't, want to, like, go to, he didn't want to go to the wallpaper store. I don't want to go to the wallpaper store. I'm not going to yeah. use that. What do I need that for? And actually, I, I do think that it might have been better to go to the food store in, t- in terms I mean, of what happened. Th- yeah. Uh, but but also the thing is that you know these wallpapers are not cheap. Yes. Like to get a roll is like two hundred and fifty bucks. So yes. you're kind of so given your overall budget, you are um, you're setting yourself up for a problem of not having a whole lot of material. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, and we can talk about this time in the wallpaper store with a few of the groups mm-hmm. because we have first dom helen and justin um we know that they've decided on a red uh, according to dom but mm-hmm. when when they show up they can't find the i would say like a traditional kind of red or a very pop of red mm-hmm. most of the papers are faded um but they do end up finding some kind of red and some some graphic things and they buy a little bit extra um, for for about three hundred dollars, a little less than three hundred dollars, and um, when Team Ken's Nightmare shows up, they actually do find I think the red that Dom was looking for. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, it's this it's a black on red. So there's like a black intricate. Uh, I forgot what you would call that kind of design, um, but it it really I thought of the choices that sue made last week for her you know double dress thing Mm -hmm. from mood um where her palette then was black and red and and it was just like oh wow we're still we're still on that but um yeah no it's 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 a it was nice to see i think brayden miranda and alexander got some really great paper from there too and had i think a little bit of a fight over a pop of color because Silver is not a color, apparently, and silver is no. not good enough. Um, but I think they did end up getting that, just yeah. silver and white. I mean, I think what's happening here a little bit is that I I do feel like, um, you know, Braden is pretty, um, uh, you know, operates kind of intuitively. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is the problem that I think a lot of them are having, right? if you don't have a really defined plan um, going in, then you go into these places and you're sort of, you know, presented with so many opportunities Mm -hmm. or possibilities that you kind of get lost. And I think that happens to a lot of the designers. When you look at like, if it's Miranda and Alexander also in that team, like Miranda does not have a history of, strong design vision and alexander does but it's not so clear that he's able to think that through for other people hmm. so they're kind of uh, and I, I, they, they are also kind of in a mess as a team yeah 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 um yeah. So we see people grabbing random stuff off the shelves. Eventually, everybody makes their way back to the workroom mm-hmm. and is trying to sort of figure out what their um, what their collection is going to be like. And you know, once again, we start getting the word cohesion. Mm-hmm. 
We it's supposed to also be high end. That's something we haven't talked about either. Yes, luxurious. Told, yeah, high end, luxurious. Yes. Um, you know, buy a cabbage. Like <laughs> Yes. I mean <laughs> you know. It's yeah, it's it's a lot, you know, basically elevate these materials into an elevated look. Right. Um while, you know, cartwheeling around the room and and yeah. also sending you know, it's perfectly still at the same time. It's just a lot a lot to 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 deal with. And what mm-hmm. I what I loved about this is that Tim comes in and tells them that they have an extra hour. So it's a full day, it's a day challenge, but usually they're done by 11. And this time he goes, "You have until midnight." And they're just trill they're just cheering. They're so thrilled. Yeah. Um yeah, basically they have another hour to fight with each other. Yes, exactly. Or to av- or to avoid fighting with each other <laughs> by not oh saying gosh. anything. Oh man, yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the first group we come up uh, up to is Ken Soon, uh, Alexandria, mm-hmm. because they're finally trying to come up with a design in the workroom after a day of, you know, whisking around, uh, or whipping around all over New York trying to get these mm-hmm. materials and making decisions at these two locations. Um, and I would and I would say that this is a. Again, like I, I feel like in terms of uh, an instructional thing as well, um, this is not the best way to communicate as a team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a you know I, I feel like it's on all of them, but particularly Ken, who has a lot of grievances and a lot mm-hmm. of I would say uh, objections. Um, yes. It's it's not the greatest way to communicate those objections and. What I see, Ken, what Ken does, because he doesn't agree with anything that anyone's done, hasn't mm-hmm. agreed with with going to the wallpaper place. Also, doesn't agree with Sue being on the show because Sue can't sew using a machine. Um, Sue mm-hmm. doesn't know how to make patterns, and mm-hmm. Sue also, uh, you know, is is kind of has a very different process. Um, and so Ken just basically chooses to be fueled by his anger here <laughs> right <laughs> so. right right i i mean i uh so two things one i'm i'm exhausted by all of this i really am and i am going to suggest that we not do like a blow by blow on these on like like throughout these battles because they take up the majority yeah of the of the episode and i and i also i i realized at this moment like like watching it through again um this time and i was like i don't even have any real sense of like what the design decisions were in any of these clothes Mm-mm. And there's like no, absolutely no drama in the, um, in in the design and execution of any of these garments. All the drama is in the interaction of the designers in the workroom. Yeah, because it could have we could have gotten a little bit into that if, and I and I totally agree because I didn't. There are chunks of this episode I didn't write any notes on. <laughs> Because yeah, I just was because not interested. Who, because uh, utterly, ultimately, like, who cares? There's, I, mm-hmm. I will say that, uh, um, in general, like, f- 
Sue for me in this episode is an example of someone who fails upward. Mm-hmm. Like there, we've seen plenty of like intuitive designers who have like their own process, mm-hmm. who make things by hand, who um, actually have interesting ideas about what a garment is and what it could do. Whereas um, Sue, just everything I've seen her put out is like, I wish I was Donna Karen. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, it, and so like by episode five, I'm already tired of her as a designer. Mm-hmm. And so I get a certain part of Ken's fury. Yeah. Yeah. As like seeing this, seeing this person who is it manifestly incapable of doing the kind of work that you value stick around time after time after time. Right. So I get that anger. On the other hand, um, let's just say like Ken is immature mm-hmm. and, um, and does not know how to um, deal with conflict. Right. Yeah. Except to do this double move of escalating and walking away. Yes. Escalating yeah. and walking away. Right. 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 Okay. I'm not talking to you now mm-hmm. because I'm mad at you. Yeah. yeah. Except to say that you are blah, 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 blah. Exactly. It's like... <laughs> like escalate. And then, but I'm not, but, but that's it. You shouldn't say anything. Right. Yeah. Because I am so mad that I will say something. And what I will say will be blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's, a, th- that's not having an argument. That's getting to scream at somebody. Um, and, and, and shutting them up so that they don't have a chance to respond to any of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what happens like for the rest of the interaction of this team. And it is so tiring. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I was, cause I was thinking of this is Ken's origin story. So we've, we've met mm-hmm. Ken on all stars and when Ken comes back for all stars, he's obviously done some work also has grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very different and a lot more focused. Um, mm-hmm. And so with with this, this is sort of the beginning of peak Ken because he kind of peaks a little bit for mm-hmm. there's an arc for, for Ken. And um, but also very instructive to kind of see, like, how do you deal with the situation where you have every right to be angry <laughs> because right. you're sleep deprived. And yeah, as you said, you're 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 sort of the most you're one of the most qualified, technically qualified persons on this team. And you're thinking that you're coming into the, to a competition where everyone is set up equally, or at least that there's a baseline, that at least someone mm-hmm. knows how to sew. And not only do you have to be in a competition with this person who's lacking in these basic skills, but now you have to worry about them, you know, being on your team and you're beholden to them. You're, you're supposed to be accountable to them right. somehow. Right. So, um, we've seen this before on Project Runway, and so it's it's sort of like how do you how do you how do you make solutions to this? Um, how do you work through this type mm-hmm. of ordeal where you're putting up an impossible situation? And yeah, no, I'll just say that this this whole dynamic is how not to do it. Just do the opposite, and then you'll be fine. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we because... no go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying I was going to use Raiden, Miranda, and Alex as a foil. Because mm-hmm. um, Brayden has pretty much taken control of that team. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> where and because we have Miranda who sort of knows her place, fortunately mm-hmm. and unfortunately. Um, I think there's a little bit of insecurity with Miranda in placing herself in um, as the underdog, but she's been on the bottom a lot. And she does this thing where she's like, oh, I know how to work with paper. If we quilt it, it'll reinforce it and make it sturdier. and We'll be able to work with it more. I'll just quilt everything if that's mm-hmm. okay with everyone. And she goes off and she just does it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a wonderful thing and also a wonderful way, but also when you have someone who's cooperating as well and is okay with being in more of a subservient role, right? <laughs> because they understand right. like I'm weak here, quote unquote, like whatever you want to interpret as weak, like I'm weak right. here, but I, um, you know, I, I am, I feel like this is how I can contribute. And well, and and also Miranda is probably quite gun shy, hmm. given what she went through on the last team challenge. Yes, yeah, definitely. Right, so she's probably like, okay, I, you know, Braden seems to be doing really well. I, I, you know, odds are we won't be on the bottom. Yeah, like let me just, you know, keep everything together, and we we'll, and and we'll get through this week, and we won't have some knockdown drag out fight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Um, that was probably a sobering experience for her. Everything Definitely. that she went through, yeah. with Timothy, yeah. Um, I mean, we and and so so we have other teams, um, right? For instance, Dom, Helen, and Justin. Mm-hmm. who are again inspired by the car and their forms and, and their lines and and the thing that we're introduced to about their team is that Justin has hasn't made pants in 6 years. Mm-hmm. So he's making pants right now. Um and I I'm, I'm okay with that instead of like another, you know, retro A-line dress. This is wonderful. Pull mm-hmm. up some pants. Um but any, anything else before Tim comes in with another surprise? Well we do get, yeah, we do get Ken in the sewing room mm-hmm. bitching about his teammates. And again, it's like, okay, well, you saw how well that went a couple of weeks ago. You're right. Like, <laughs> like I totally forgot about that. There's been so know? much screaming in the brother's sewing room. So right. It's, it's like, it's like, you know, relax for a week. Yeah. Right. Man. So, um, so everybody's, it, you know, yes, people are sort of doing their thing. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it all seems a little unfocused. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, um, yeah, it's, it doesn't seem particularly, um, interesting except everybody's groaning over all of the conditions of the challenge <laughs> and do you did you notice as that they should as 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 the conditions and i love that word as the conditions because it also implies like something else as the conditions of the challenge oh increase every so often one of the designers has to pop in and remind us as viewers what's going on yeah <laughs> so it's like yeah so the challenge is oh, that we have to and be inspired or not be inspired so you know because we have like kate and a couple of other designers pop in and just repeat so that we know um yeah so so they're getting down to business they're running running around and and playing around with their materials and we get this um 
some amazing eye rolls from Ken. Mm. Uh, Justin is going to town on on the pants that he's making and also getting some consultations from Helen and Dom. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Tim walks in with Sandro. Oh, God. Right. So I also did not write a lot about this segment. Because I totally forgot that this happened. I, I, in my memory, this happened last week. This happened on the last episode. I totally forgot that Tim brings him back for mm-hmm. what I call non-apology time. Um, yeah. So, and and so Sanjo comes back in with a. I'm hoping he made this jacket with a like a satin tuxedo jacket. <laughs> mm. uh, all done up. He's look. He looks like he's had some rest. Um, he's washed his face, right? And I, and and no shirt under the jacket. Oh no, no, no just so a jacket. We get, we get a lot of yeah, a lot of hair. We, a lot of we get a plunging, plunging neckline. Yes, a lot of a lot of chestiness. And going on. you know, and Sandro like talks about how he, you know, he gets really passionate and mm. blah 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 blah, and it was out of place. And I know people are gonna say, you know you know, don't be friends with folks, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I can't, you know, I have to do something or, so of course we get him like, you know, hugging, uh, those people who are willing to stomach it. Like mm-hmm. Helen goes up and hugs him. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like when, when the teacher brings your bully back out into the class in front of everybody and goes like, see, they said they're sorry. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys make up now? Yes. And it's like, nobody wants to do that. No, no. Yeah. I, it, it, it was, uh, man, just, just, uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay. Editors show like, Really, do you need to milk it again? Do you need to milk it for another week? This mm-hmm. thing that you've been like teasing all season, right? And I had a feeling that it might have been Tim Gunn's idea because he I, and I and I saw this sort of like as a way of perhaps saving face for for Sandro and also bringing a volatile situation to. Um, and um, at least an emotional resolution mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this is where i'm just like ah oh, so many benefits of the doubt and people that i would have just written off from day one mm-hmm. <laughs> just it, you know there's just sort of like you you've shown who you are and i will learn and adjust um and again showed who he was with this non-apology of just like well you know i'm a very passionate person and the reason why i yell at you is because i like you so much and you hurt me i'm like oh my god no this is very right. problematic um, but th- but that's what I thought that it might have been to uh, give him a chance to mm-hmm. kind of repair a little bit of his reputation because also Sandra doesn't seem like the person who would even uh, realize that this would be an issue. So I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. But I I I think that Tim Gunn had great intentions, but you know. I wasn't here for it. So, uh, you know, fuck off. Uh, that's what I wrote in my notes. Um, <laughs> so next we have Tim time. <laughs> so this was a relief. I was like, oh, man, this is usually the time Tim comes in. Oh, mm-hmm. um, but it is. It, it is actually time for critique with Tim. So 
let's get back kind of back on track a little bit mm-hmm. um so many so many worlds for these, these designers only in five episodes so tim comes in and talks to team miranda brayden and alex first mm-hmm. and what did you think about this because tim can't identify the fabric of the skirt material it looks like it's something that brayden's been working on he's making a gown or they're all working on this gown mm-hmm. and it's this swirly white fabric and tim is like what is this and alexander Alexander is like, this is raffia wood blinds. And Tim goes, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't sure what raffia wind blinds typically look like or feel like, but Tim seemed very impressed by this. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just looked like fabric. Why aren't they mm-hmm. getting yelled at? <laughs> so that was my, that was my question. Cause I'm not, I know raffia and raffia to me is a fabric. I know raffia is a fabric, but as a wind blind, I'm not sure if that changes the, well, Rafi is a fiber okay. that you can like weave into a fabric or or not. It looks a little bit like straw. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I I think that they have enough other stuff going on that they're that they're flying under the radar. Okay. At this point, okay. they're okay. Yeah, because I think I love this this part where Braden comes almost like. Hey dad, look, look what I can do. And he's mm-hmm. crushing. He's like, we have to crush it and, and, and bend it so that we can work with it this way. This is mm-hmm. how we're manipulating it in this, you know, uh, you know, the, the naturalness of it so that it looks like something that it's it, like, it's doing something that's not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And also um, they highlighted Miranda's quilting. And yes. I just thought this, Oh, such a wonderful example of a team working with each other um a cast of of unlikely characters and they're doing well (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah um so tim is happy Mm -hmm. then uh tim descends on team jeremy Mm -hmm. karen and kate Mm-hmm. And Karen starts off explaining that they're still doing this Art Deco retro thing. They're not using Great Gatsby words, but they want to mm-hmm. focus on the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um, and the heyday of the Lexus. Uh, oh yeah, no, they were they're totally <laughs> around because uh, mm-hmm. uh, Art Deco, but 21st century Art Deco because Art Deco can be modern, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> so uh, Tim asks them how much they spent they spent eleven hundred dollars and tim makes sure that they don't feel under resourced mm-hmm. with just 50 just you know they had fifteen hundred dollars but they didn't spend it so you know uh it's a, there's a little complaint from tim mm-hmm. and but they go through their uh what they're doing with their um the placement of their essentially placemats i would say so karen is explained that she's using this lace and silver mesh and also placemats layering them what looks like to me to make a, a textile. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this exchange because Tim goes, looks like a quilt. And then Karen just throws herself under the bus because mm-hmm. what's wrong with a quilt? We just came from Miranda who's quilting something. And then Karen's like, well, you said quilt. That makes me think a uh, home craft, like hobby, like mm-hmm. messy, like, you know, like scissors, right. like kindergarten. Um, and, and I don't think Tim necessarily was going there, but he was like, well, you need to, again, transcend 
right ascend the level of sophistication right. you need to elevate this elevate luxury luxury that's what we're mm -hmm. talking about here um and then we have wonderful little jeremy <laughs> yeah what's what's jeremy doing with his with his dress um he's making a little peplum <laughs> those of you who had peplum on your workroom <laughs> bingo card please check it off now and those of you who do this like it could be a you can drink now at, for, our for our project runway drinking game we said peplum so drink yeah i just <laughs> i just because yeah again this this wanting to this need to be fancy and modern we always mm -hmm. get a little peplum here uh, mm -hmm. and a little embellishment and i and i just thought it was adorable yeah um like they had on the jetsons yeah you know it's it's timeless <laughs> and futuristic <laughs> but also art deco exactly yeah modern futuristic art deco <laughs> that is that is a theme here we're, we're just going to give it to them because I, and also looking at what kate's making well the the, the whole deal with We'll we'll talk about the looks later, but they do kind of look like they're really going for future, um, mm -hmm. and they're using these. The, what the thing that is consistent with all of them is that they're focusing on the placemats, except for Karen. Karen is bringing in more textures and more types of materials, I think, than anyone else. Mm -hmm. But so Tim is like, oh, I love that neckline, Kate, but. Uh, all placemats <laughs> uh mm -hmm. where where else did you go what else do you have and they they they, they so kate is the main person who told them to go to the food store because right. again this is her second season she's like oh the judges like unexpected things we have to get food mm -hmm. but they're not planning on putting food on their clothes or at least kate isn't right and she's actually kind of miffed at tim for bringing up all the food they bought and why aren't they using it She's like, well, how mm -hmm. am I supposed to elevate this and then, like, keep it sophisticated without putting a lot of, like, like, embellishing it with all this bullshit? Like, these seeds yeah. we bought, like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, you're just Smear caviar it. on it. Smear it. Come on. <laughs> That's my suggestion. I don't think they would a, knock you for using caviar. Get a tin of and just wipe that <laughs> over the surface. Use it as glue. Expensive glue. <laughs> so... Um, and then we have team Dom, Justin, mm -hmm. and Helen. And again, Tim asks first, like, how much money did you spend? And this is actually shocking that they only spent $600. Yeah. So it looks as if they didn't, they got, yeah, they spent like half of their money at the, at the wallpaper store at the mm -hmm. antique wallpaper shop. And then the other half at the food store. Yeah. And they also managed to buy some but ugly wallpaper too. I mean, can we talk about this? They're so fixated on that red that I think that's what they went for is this mm -hmm. weird graphic looking stuff that man, it's a tough, it's a tough pattern. Yeah. And not a great red either. No. So No, and the and that brown thing that they're using for the pants and for Dom's dress is like also how to take something that reads as beige and make it less interesting <laughs> oh man oh that that, that hit right here <laughs> <laughs> helen's making a helen's making a weird bubble skirt that is is sort of undefined at this moment yeah yeah 
uh, my gosh, I, I, you know, that's not modern at all. Um, yeah. So another bubble skirt. Yeah. All right. Um, last and least is Tim Team Ken's horror. nightmare. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, you know, we, it, it, we have Tim coming in asking about their concept and Sue and Alexandria start off with talking about the elements of and mm-hmm. how they're looking for strong necklines and how they're trying to be cohesive with their shapes or their materials. And mm-hmm. mostly Sue is giving the, the artist statement and Ken is in between them, these two towers mm-hmm. of like tall, tall ladies and just smirking away. And um, again, the and, and the elevator he gives the elevator pitch which is we're making three outfits for three different occasions that are worn by the same lady mm-hmm. <laughs> so um and i think that's fair that's that's probably what they what they talked about but where things go in a very harrying direction is just um a note um a strong note from tim because he's going through, looks at Kim, Ken's outfit and actually has really great things to say because Ken is pleading this mm-hmm. placemat um, in the in the way that he typically does. And I think Alexandria only has muslin up. So she's sort of showing Tim the shape, the structure, right. and then I'll use these materials so you can kind of get an idea. But then we have Sue. And Sue is working in the fabric, and that's the problem. It is fabric. He asks, right. what is this? And she's like, oh, it's it's a curtain. And he goes, "Right, this makes me sick. This makes me sick. You might as well mm-hmm. have gone to mood. This is not what we asked for. Have you not seen Project Runway before? Have you not right. seen an unconventional challenge? I'm like, well, they've already done two previous ones. So technically she has. Um, but... Tim goes, just goes off on, on Sue here. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and Ken is, and, and, and the thing that Sue is showing is this very elaborately ruched top at this point. Yeah. That has, that's got a, you know, that's, that's got a ton of hand sewing in it. Right. Um, you know, but, is again like made out of um you know the the thing that is closest to what you could get if you went to mood and bought off the bolt yes yeah yeah absolutely um man yeah because if you because i there, there is like a shot of the of the work that she's already done and there's mm-hmm. quite a bit it's very, very unfortunate that she spent all this time on that mm-hmm. um, because she's she has to start all over again. And Tim tries to pull in the team to rally because um, right. it's kind of clear that they're having a really, really rough time and also trying to, I think, um, get Ken's buy-in also or trying to push him in, right. I would say. Right. <laughs> like, this is your right. team. It's not like your work is going to elevate you or your smirk is going to fly you over the works of these two 
yeah. other two. Like you're yeah. you're going down with them. <laughs> yeah. Ken Ken has the um I told you so smirk yeah. on his face. And Tim does does the parental thing of like, what do you think? Like, mm-hmm. like, what are you laughing about? You think you're going to get out of this Mm-mm. safe Mm-mm. if these two go down? No. Yeah. 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 You have and, to support each other. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I actually wondered about the last comment that Ken makes out of frustration, I think, because it's, Weirdly, you know, again, about Ken's frustration being warranted, but not right, not righteous and, in a way. And, and Ken's youth. Like, Ken, right. like yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, because this is sort of, because I saw this once Tim pulled Ken into this and it's like, you're a part of this too. I don't see you as the the good kid in, the, in class. Like you guys are, it's all three of y'all. Right. Ken sort of, his last ditch effort to differentiate himself from Sue who was getting it was to just kind of um, put it out there. It's like, I think actually what you see here is all Sue can do, mm-hmm. but it's like, but okay. Yes, but it still does not rectify the issue. She's on the show. There's nothing you can right. do about it anymore. Ken. Right. She's on your team. She's on, She's your, on team. your team. And, and that's that, that is Sure. Yeah, maybe, but how can mm-hmm. we as a team work with her limitations in order to get a right. garment on the model? Right. And also, like, you know, I mean, this is going way down the road, mm-hmm. but I am, I, I, I have no history in the fashion business, mm-hmm. but I am sure that there are plenty of super talented sewers and, and, um, and designers who work underneath people who have the name on the label and mm-hmm. do not know how to make the clothes that go out under their name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if and it's the way that you respond to that is by being like, well, you know, I do all the work. I do everything. I know, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. It's like, OK, well, that might get you a certain form of satisfaction in the business, but it also may really shorten your career. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Cause, because like if you are demonstrating on national TV that you're the person who's going to call that out, what happens if you get one of those jobs? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like what happens if you get hired by by Heidi Klum as a mm-hmm. you know Heidi doesn't know how to sew any of this shit right. that goes out under her name <laughs> and it's you know again and even thinking about well you know this is not a part of the Bravo universe but mm-hmm. it's it's a Bravo thing it's a it's it's a it's a it's not even just a yeah no it's a it is a a function of the fashion world it's a function of branding and um, yeah it's it's not something that and we've seen this before it doesn't it doesn't qualify or disqualify you from being on this show as mm-hmm. we've seen because sue's here mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah but i would say that in, in terms of sue's reaction also uh just not helpful but um and i and i would say in her in her approach to it there there is some delusion because i think 
in her asking, or I would say like barking at people like Dom because she can't sew a bobbin or can't thread a bobbin. Right. There is this lack of understanding of the fact that you are limited. That's just what it is. You are limited and it is what it is. And you've accepted that and, or you haven't actually, she hasn't accepted that. Uh, There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just, if you don't understand it, you really do yourself a disservice. Right. And it's also, it, it also is like, there have been 12 seasons of this show. Right. Like there, every season we hear about the brother's sewing room, the brother's sewing room. Mm-hmm. I would, if I was cast, I would spend a little bit of time like investigating how a brother's sewing machine works. You know, I mean, we had, had a whole, <laughs> we had a whole gosh darn winner who spent four months learning how to sew in one of those other sewing, one of those brothers sewing machine. And, uh, whether or not you agree with the decision or not, she won her season. Yeah. <laughs> but knew how yeah. to sew on a sewing machine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Right. So yes, it's, it's, it's terrible. Tim, Tim mm-hmm. basically ends up poiling, pouring oil on the fire because it's already too far gone for them yeah. to um, really pull together in any real way yeah yeah um man so so tim i like that terrible tim leaves the the workroom and they're trying to figure out like what kind of materials they have yeah because they didn't really or i would say the person who needs it didn't think about what they were going to get um they do have paper but it's uh yeah, it it turns out that they're very limited in what they can give to her. She can't really yeah. work with a lot of, of these things. So yeah, and all... weirdly enough, we don't see that red roll of of um, of wallpaper that they were handling in the uh, in the vintage wallpaper store. They're... Or is that a thing that Ken just rejects out of hand? Yes, later I was on? about to they say pull... that. Because they pull it out and he's like, no, this can't be. In yeah, it. that's exactly what happened. Because my my yeah. guess was that Alexandria was like, well, I can't use all of these placemats because maybe Sue needs some. And so she pulls it out and it looks so ugly. It's so yeah. bad. And of course, yeah, no, Ken's like, nope, don't like it. Get rid of mm-hmm. it. And she's like, OK, all right, Ken. Yeah. So. So right. um, time for model fitting. Yeah. Models coming in. We see any number of models trying to walk in mm-hmm. paper trousers or paper pencil skirts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, team tragedy is arguing around a neckline <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, you know, Ken goes off down the hallway to like pull Kate aside, you know, to try to drag someone else into his drama. Because it's not as if has Ken ever watched an episode of Project Runway? Exactly. So exactly. The question was about strategy with oh, how do Tim how do team eliminations work? He knows how team eliminations work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was totally yeah, totally just, you know, let's 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 uh let's bring the more the merrier mm. in. I want everyone to know that I'm okay. That that I've I'm not the problem here, that everyone else is the problem. Yeah. And I'm you know, Anyway, but yeah. I mean, Kate's Kate's advice was, you know, if you're in a sinking ship and put your life jacket on first and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. So more more workroom stuff, mm-hmm. and then um, we have a um, what what looks like it might be um, scary amount of backstory with Justin. I know it, it goes to have a family video call. Yeah. I'm like, is this, is he going home? <laughs> I mean, usually like when we see that much, you know, when somebody starts talking about how the, their support is their family and yeah. how much it means to them. And especially when the family's it, like, you'll be here soon. We'll see yeah. you soon, son. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, don't say that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the cynical take on it. It is a very sweet call, and they yeah. all seem really lovely. Justin yeah. cries a little bit. Wonderful, wonderful. Yep. And then they're all back out into the workroom. Yeah. Um, Miranda's making a incredibly um, uninspiring thing. <laughs> um, we find out that Jeremy is... Um, Jeremy's secret weapon is glitter. Yes. Um, because is this the one where he goes, I've never used glue on a, on a garment before. Mm-hmm. What is this? Yeah. Jeremy's mm-hmm. not into being on the hot glue team. He's just, but, I'm right. like, but this is the unconventional challenges team. This is the time to use hot glue, uh, or glue ever. But Jeremy is so scandalized by glue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, we also have other hot glue stuff going on, I, I believe, with, with uh, Dom, Justin, and Helen. Mm-hmm. Because they're finally adding on peppers and dried fruits, just trying to add some more red to their outfits. And um, I would say that Team Nightmare had a semblance of a real conversation where they're trying to talk process with one another. Right. That was, uh, again, still unsuccessful because at this time, it seems like it's near the end of the night and just mm-hmm. no one is up for taking any of Ken's words right now. Like he, he, right. he decides that he's going to speak normally and mm-hmm. without animosity or antagonism and, and, or without, you know, uh, any vitriol, but right. they're, they're just kind of out of it and they're not responding and that makes him mad. And then it just goes downhill from there again. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Anything else before we end this day at midnight? Well, we're reminded that Karen is part of the competition because she says it's time to go. Who? (laughs) (laughs) And and can we just say, like, what a, what the fuck with that headband? (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking she made it for herself. It looks like. It looks like a, an actual headband where the elastic is supposed to go in the back, but she just is like, you know what? I want to twist this around. I want to wear it backwards. To me, it's like when you are teaching, um, when you're teaching kindergarten uh-huh. and one of the kids like runs up to you super excited because they made you something <laughs> wear it the rest of the day because, of course, it's adorable that they made you something and it's so sweet. <laughs> and and kind of nice because you're like it's going to fall apart and this kid probably won't remember tomorrow so I will let it just fizzle away and then they'll, they won't remember yeah. I don't have to feel bad yeah. <laughs> for, for it fizzling or me just tossing it yeah. <laughs> just going to throw this in the trash um, so yeah, we go yeah. away we come back it's the next day Um, did you notice what Ken is wearing what is Ken wearing? No, I didn't notice it. 
So Ken is wearing one of his famous harnesses. Oh. And I think this is the first sighting. But Hold I on. thought about him last week with Helen's outfit because I was like. On that? Say it again. A oh, timestamp on that? I'll I say have to see that. Safely at 3108. Okay, 3108. It's a part of his outfit for the runway show. And I I was like, Oh, yeah. There you know, we go. Because last week with Helen's outfit, I thought about this. I was like, Have we seen Ken in a harness? We haven't. White um, on black? Yeah. And wondering if, you know, maybe he was inspired or if this also is like a troll. Of mm-hmm. Helen. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but essentially, yeah, they come in. Everyone's behind, especially Miranda. So mm-hmm. Miranda is still working on her skirt and is having some issues. We see a yeah. little bit of frustration from Brayden, who's like, I swear. I swear yeah. she's been working well, on that skirt well, this, forever. I mean, th- this has been her mode throughout, that she works forever to do so little. <laughs> Yes. You know. And and basically repeating something that she all I'm like, how how many yeah. times have you made a pencil skirt? Yeah. And how many times I I would like to think that if I make a pencil skirt Yeah. for five weeks straight, then I would be able to whip that together. Even mm-hmm. in paper. That I would be able to do it. Um yeah. but no, still no. Um uh Justin is having fit problems with his pants. Yes. Um, which is a little frightening because they are made out of wallpaper. It's like, oh my God, how do you actually go back in and retailor that? that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's, everybody's having their own varied freak outs. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Jeremy, I'll say, who is absolutely gobsmacked by how great his look is. Like, I think yes. I'm going to win this. Um, you know, because pretty much everyone else is, is, is yeah, mm-hmm. uh, tearing through the workroom. We have Ken, who finds a new hole in his dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of, I, I would say, spotting it, he ends up using black duct tape to cover the whole skirt. So there's right the whole there's some a lot of work gone into that skirt. It looks it looks like. And so, um, and uh, yeah, it, it leads him to. Um, changing the entire exterior of the skirt with this duct tape. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, then we have hair and makeup, where I heard words like modern Cleopatra and future safari. Mm-hmm. And in hair, we have Brayden asking for a French twist with innards of like innards of a goose that produces foie gras. <laughs> That's what I would like her hair to look like. Like what? are these words so i i just i have never written down the terms before but people were saying such interesting things that i was like what <laughs> are these descriptions <laughs> are these new names for colors and we just don't know it yet foie gras exactly innards of a goose <laughs> so <laughs> um, hard and soft then we have uh so alexandria on um on team terrible finishes her garment and then immediately hops onto Sue's dress to help her sew it mm-hmm. because it's not sewn yet. Right. But unfortunately, it's right before Tim comes in and calls time. Yeah. No one is finished. <laughs> no yeah. one's done. Uh, and Tim's just yelling at the door like, is anyone coming out and following me? 
And Tim catches out Alexandria trying to sneak past him to the brother's sewing room to go and mm-hmm. sew Sue's dress on a machine because nothing is sewn. So um, instead of that, the designers finally leave and Sue's mm-hmm. model walks out with her clothes on. Yeah. Not dressed. So we find them in the hallway and Tim is just having, is it this is right? Livid. A conniption? Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, yeah, he, he there is steam coming out yeah. of Tim's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the most upset. And Tim is just like, I want you to know this has never happened in the history of all Project Runway that this is unprecedented that a model would leave the workroom in her street clothes. Mm-hmm. What is going on here? So and and also he's upset by how unfair this is because you can't let the model go on. Right. Without clothes on. Um, and right. so there has to be a little bit of, of leeway. And in the rare incident that this happens, Tim makes it very clear. This is unfair. This is unfair to the other designers. Yeah. They all have the same constraints. And they're just pinning on the clothes. And he's just like, get your hands off. Like, right. leave it. The, the clothes are on, but leave the pins in. Right. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then, there, and then we get a cutaway to Alexandria going like, it's really unfair. I don't know who should go home. Someone who's difficult to work with or someone who can't sew. I know. I know it shouldn't be me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all right. Come on. That's an easy, easy choice. <laughs> yeah. Easy choice. I mean, yeah. you guys are in the hallway listening. Tim has been the maddest that he's ever yeah. been because of Sue. Yeah. On two occasions in one challenge. And he's yelled yeah. at Sue twice. Or you all have gotten yelled at because of Sue. Like, come on. Just saying. I'm like, I don't want I don't want Tim to yell at me again. Like, Sue, go home. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, all right. We're finally to the runway. My goodness. And we have Heidi Klum coming out to introduce everyone. And we have also uh, Ken's fierce stare. Ken is still so upset. Um, oh, yeah. So <laughs> everyone's yeah. sitting there and, yeah. and kind of stressed out already. Yeah. Ken wishes he could inter- <laughs> interrupt Heidi to tell her what's going on. It's, he wishes that he could. He's he's um, saying so much with his face. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's our guest judge? Oh, Is my it gosh. somebody from, from, um, from Lexus, from product development at Lexus? Oh, you mean the senior marketing of marketing head of of selling stuff at lexus no 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 is Uh, it somebody from um surprise surprise or uh garden of eden or um secondhand rose you you mean someone remotely related to this challenge no (laughs) no of course not Is it someone who's a famous designer, well-known for working within teams with unconventional materials? That is too relevant. (laughs) That is too cogent of a decision to have been made for season 12 of Project Runway, Nayland. How dare you? (laughs) There's something wrong with me. It's me. It's just me. (laughs) It is you. It is you. It's It's not the show. Yeah. It's not the show at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the one that should go home. Oh, wait, I am home. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're already being punished. <laughs> they pre-punished you. <laughs> it's you true. Away. I've been punished for sitting through this again. I mean, again. how, like, it, how, so I mean, it's, yeah. 
Yeah, it's June Ambrose mm-hmm. is is our is our guest judge who's a celebrity stylist and is probably a lovely person. Yes. Who did not ask to <laughs> to witness this. Yeah, it's like June, you're you're great. Um actually great. I would have I would mm-hmm. like more June, but more June integrated into the show like they would integrate like a Marnie. Yes. So she would make sense because I love the things that she says. Yes. <laughs> so but she has nothing to do with this challenge. Really nothing. So um, it's time to break out the cheat sheet. All right. So check your show notes for the link. And mm-hmm. again, the cheat sheet is listed in runway order. Mm-hmm. So let's begin. Um, and our f- we, so we again, we begin with teams. And the way that the cheat sheet is set up is just team one through four. They didn't have a mm-hmm. name. They're all Lexus Team Challenge, essentially. That's yes. everyone's name. So the first team is Team One, and that is Alexander, Miranda, and Brayden. All right. So, so what do you think? I thought this is the first, maybe the first time where I'm like, didn't look so much like a costume. Um, I think mm-hmm. that it helps that Alexander keeps wearing pants. But I love this first group. I like them mm-hmm. a lot. I'm glad that they chose silver and did not have necessarily a pop of color to mm-hmm. make it look perhaps more costumey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also Brayden made another wedding outfit. Or I would say that so Brayden made this um wedding gown or and I think that's mm-hmm. that's what he referred to it as. And we remember from last week that he predicted that they would be making wedding outfits for uh, for gay couples that as mm-hmm. a challenge. And so I don't think he really got to do that last week. So he instead did that this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. I, I, I like that you completely passed over Miranda's outfit. Oh yeah. No, Miranda. Which is exactly what it. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm it so deserved. sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to do that, but I, it's not my fault that Miranda's boring. <laughs> so it is it. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, it it certainly is it's 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 totally fine. Braden's is very um vavavoom. Yes. They don't it doesn't look like they have much to do with each other. No, not at all. Except for but, the Yeah. Like I would say the waist the waistlines could have done something. Mm, that's if, true. If Braden had put something more defined around the waist, but Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. But you know good. But fine, fine. Good. Um, we have team two, which is Justin, mm-hmm. Dom, and Helen. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think about this team? Well, I have to say that for all of the all of the anxiety about Justin's um uh pant mm-hmm. fit, the actual like the whole look doesn't really rely on them being tightly fitted pants. No, like it like. Like the the top actually obscures where what's happening at the waist mm-hmm. in a way that that's not even really an issue. I think it looks good. Yeah, you know, um, I think uh, I think yeah, I think Dom's is a little um, a a little like. Um, let's make sure that we get the basics of getting a dress right. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and so we're not going to go crazy on the design there, and we'll just embellish it in like a kind of a wild way. Yeah. So she has, you know, she has like shoulder fins. <laughs> or stalagmites or stalactites or whatever. Right. <laughs> comes out of the ground, as yes. Jeremy put it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and, and those are fine. It's, I, again, like I said, with this paper that they chose, it's, it's beige. Yeah. Beige at a distance and ugly closer up. Yeah, I I just really didn't like what yeah. Helen did, I'll say. And the beigeness really brought Justin's look down. Mm-hmm. Because it was an in- it's an interestingly constructed sh- uh shirt, also mm-hmm. kind of Jetson futuristic. Yeah. <laughs> Very 60s idea of what the future would have looked like mm-hmm. in terms of the lines. Um but Helen made such a horrible choice because it showed so much going it just really did yeah. not um it was very wrinkled and um you just are trying to yeah. make the paper it's kind make of bubble. like right it's kind of riding up and yeah. and her idea for the pop of color is these this is sort of like corsage thing that doesn't really make any sense yeah it's it's not real thought through at the back no it's not it's just coming yeah apart. i mean helen becomes a much better designer and <laughs> over her time no i'm i'm serious like when she comes back for all stars oh yeah yeah she's a she's a better designer than and, she is at this point yeah you're right you're right i thought you were going to i thought you were foreshadowing the rest of the season because i i think for instance like um she's really really good and and i and i and i want to believe that she already that she had very strong skills here but in terms of the competition just couldn't get it together yeah. in the first half of the of the show. Yes. Yes. Um all right. Ready for team 3? Mhm. Okay. So team 3 is team nightmare and it's Sue, Ken and and Alexandria. Mhm. Oh, and Sue's Sue's model is first, unfortunately. Um right. but it's also good that they went third. Um And yeah, yeah I I thought that again so Alexandria designs in such strange proportions mm-hmm. and keeps doing it where yeah. individually the pieces look really interesting, but couldn't that top have been a little bit longer? Why mm-hmm. is it riding up? Uh, why is it so much higher on the waist? Like why, why is there space between the skirt and the, and the top? And it just almost seems. Yeah. What's going on with that? With yeah. the collar, it's all, it, it, really um like in some way the treatment of the placemats um seems like it's indebted to um, miyaki a little bit Mm -hmm. but in a really unclear way yeah and it's like neither exuberant nor um directed yeah and I have to say that just sort of based off of last week's outfit where I thought the skirt was really nice, but the top seemed unfinished. There's something up with her tops and bottoms in terms mm-hmm. of like a two piece study. So, you know, we have Miranda who for the first time didn't do a two piece study this mm-hmm. week, but that maybe Alexandria needs to do a two piece study. <laughs> just yeah. Some just work it out a little bit, but um, yeah. what do you think about the rest of this collection? Uh, you know, 
Ken's is nothing to write home about either. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, again, they all got like caught up in this idea of like this pleading on the front that doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it all feels like um, two different sets of materials kind of slapped on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with all of them. Um, yeah. All right. It's 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 very much um, a it it's it's like a trio of extras from way back in a bar from Johnny Mnemonic. You know. Oh my goodness. It's it's like uh. okay, all like all of you. The light's going to be really low. Please don't move around much. We because because these will pop off. And and we don't have the time to do another take here, so just like you know, lounge in the back and. <laughs> I mean, you know, because I, man, because 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 that that actually will happen with Sue's outfit, um, as we'll later talk about. Like, it's just not well put together, mm-hmm. and I thought, what a shame because, the back of Sue's outfit, and you can't see this on it on the cheat sheet, but. When the model walks and turns around, it's probably the most interesting thing that happened in this collection and nothing that we've seen from Sue before. So I was like, who did that? And was she able, is she able to make these kinds of cutouts and is she able to actually construct garments this way and just hasn't done it? Um, And if she had just sort of started off with an understanding of the challenge, uh, Mm -hmm. not being about uh, this fabric like stuff um if she had had more time then we would have seen a better outfit but she still would have put that black thing on the front those nuts. right she would have messed it up never mind right i take it back all right right and <laughs> yeah and and you know again once to, to just take a second and say like for many people if you just say oh when you do this i really really like it mm-hmm is going to get you a much better result than saying like, I'm not going home for your mistakes. Yes. Yeah. Like if you want somebody to finish their garment and get their (laughs) act together, (laughs) it's better to encourage them in the things that, that you can bear that you want them to do rather than just telling them flat out that they have to get their shit together. Right. Yeah. It's like, how, how, can you be more concrete with that? Just just yeah. a couple more words would be helpful. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. Nobody ever hears like, oh, I need to get my shit together. Oh, okay. Exactly. Usually people who do, I'll go do, do that. that need a lot more <laughs> instruction on top of it. How does one get one's shit together? Any guidance? Yeah. Like those people yeah. need help. That's that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Team Next, four. Team four. Which is Jeremy, Karen, and Kate. Mm. I really liked Kate out- Kate's outfit. <laughs> Interesting. I really appreciated it because I think this is who Kate... I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Karen. Oh, no. Did I just say Kate? I meant Karen. Whoops. The second one. The second one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it was... I love craft. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. I don't mind craft. You know very well, Nalen. And um, I, I re- and I love a textile that is handmade. And I, 
And mm-hmm. so for some reason, I thought, I think this is who Karen is. Um, and mm-hmm. I think this is who she's been trying to be for five challenges because um, it was really interesting put together. And she she did a lot of what she told Tim she was going to do. Um, and I think Tim coming in, it could have been a little bit more polished. But I think she's really into these shapeless things, um, drop mm-hmm. waste things. But this time it was just done in a really interesting, crafty kind of DIY fabric. And I loved it. It was mm. great. It was really, really fun to look at. Um, so out of out of this team, hers was my favorite. <laughs> okay. Um, and I did like Jeremy's, uh, but I, I I mostly liked it for just how, again, like Jeremy has some mad sewing skills, and yes. I think we're seeing it here, mm-hmm. particularly. Well, Jeremy also proves you can be anal retentive with glitter. (laughs) (laughs) That I love. I love seeing him suffer. Suffer with glue. It's like, what is this glue? Glitter? But but he managed to, like, apply glitter to a dress in a way that is actually restrained and controlled. Yes. Like, so good. And did not end up all over the place. So good and neat and clean. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kate did this kind of like bananas, like, I'm going to include like 5 billion techniques in this dress mm. and forgot about the fact that like the dress is like alarmingly short. So and, short. And has nothing to do with either of the other two dresses. Yeah. No. I would say there like, isn't a lot of cohesive. I would say Team Nightmare was probably the most cohesive yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I agree about Kate's. Yeah. So short. Um, and really, her model can barely get down the runway and back with it. Yeah, my goodness. Like, like those of you looking at the at the cheat sheet, um, she looked that stiff all the way down and back. Yeah. <laughs> Not, this is not like we just happened to get one shot of her where she's looking just really stiff. Yeah, I feel like she's barely covered. It looked very uncomfortable to mm-hmm. wear. The most unwearable thing in 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 that group. Um, I mean, Jeremy's bust line yeah. was just, um, uh, I would say, precariously low, but it was so mm-hmm. well fitted that it just didn't yes. matter. It, I think he fitted it to his model. It fit her very well. But mm-hmm. for Kate's model, I, I man, so uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So that is the end of our runway. Mm -hmm. So now we have some time to talk with all of the teams because um, actually not all the teams. We we designate who the who our winning team is and who our Mm -hmm. losing team is. And the winner will come from the from the winning team and the loser will come from the losing team, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So Naylan. Who who's our winning team? So our top team is Team Four. Yeah. And then who is our losing team? Uh, I mean, was this mysterious at all? It is Team Three. <gasps> what? On the bottom. You mean there's yes. no there's no song of redemption or triumph over adversity? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> such an obvious ending yeah no they're 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 down there um but 
the uh, team one was a very, very close, close second. Um, mm-hmm. So it was between team one and team team four and team one, team four edged out team one for the win. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I kind of thought that was a really nice note um, that, that, that they all got. So mm-hmm. boost. So, so, right. So we have to talk to our winning team first. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have like you know just uh, basically what we do for unconventional challenges is, uh, and what i think the judges especially highly heidi loves is like what is that what is that yeah. what is that over there and so they name yeah. their their materials that's insane it's like oh my god it doesn't a... look like seeds mm-hmm. <gasps> what is that poppy what is that glitter mm-hmm. so um they're more excited about that and i think this is where uh, Kate really helped them out um, pr- for this yes. one in particular because, um, and also Tim, I'll just say Tim, because Tim pushed them to use these elements that really, you know, uh, differentiated them mm-hmm. from the other teams. Um, because I would say team one didn't go to the food store. And so if Heidi would have been like, what's that? And, you know, mm-hmm. and she didn't say that th- these were seeds or that I created my ombre from Poppy. And glitter, mm-hmm. then it would have been a lot less exciting. So, so yeah. But they really loved Jeremy's outfit. Everyone was just going bananas over mm-hmm. the uh, over that one um, because Jeremy has gotten the critique week after week that he can get a little old, Madame, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mature. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. But essentially, it. it everyone's really into it and the one thing that jeremy gets right that is a clincher for him is the boobs are good for heidi yes so she's the yeah well as as everybody knows hlpp (laughs) hl wait heidi loves petite peblum petite (laughs) petite peblum hlpp (laughs) Wait, hold on. I'm writing this in my notes. HLPP. Heidi loves petite peplum. But what about Heidi? What about the bust? Well, that is true. That would I was I, I yeah. What what? But what would the acronym be for that? Uh, What's our shorthand for that? Um. Blue hmm. Patrol. HBP. HBP. Yeah. Um. And I'm using her. I'm using her wordage here. I wouldn't call them boobs but that's what she calls them and i'm okay with that all right hbp mm. and hlpp so yeah <laughs> but anything else to say about how they were just kind of in wonderment over these outfits no but i mean you know it uh, again it's like these are not such exciting designs mm-hmm. and it's like I, I didn't feel like the judging was so exciting either it's just like oh my god it's amazing that you did that yes yeah it's like this is cool. Yeah. Um so the and we have in contrast the losing team. So we have team right. four team four that was just like, oh my God, we did this. Oh, and look, mom, we did that. And look, dad, we did these other things. They're just so excited and so many things to say about their design concept and their materials that we go to team terror. And uh it's like, so um so tell us tell us about what you did here. It's like, uh yeah, we made this set of pl- uh, placemats? Pl- excuse me? What did you make them out of? Placemats? Uh, 
uh, silver placemats. They're so timid that Heidi has to ask them straight straight out. Can you speak more loudly? Mm-hmm. What is the concept? What were the decisions made? What are the materials? We can't hear you, um, man. I, I think by the time they get to this stage, an actual stage um, of, of the con- uh, the actual stage of the stage of the competition, that um, their communication is completely worn down. Um, uh, yeah. No one's talking. No one wants to talk over each other. No one wants to talk to each other or or even to the yeah the judges so um but yeah but it is very clear from the judges that they're all confused because no one can no one can hear and nothing sounds coherent um Mm -hmm. and also they know they're on the the bottom but um i would uh, yeah it's it's just not it's not it's just not great also it's not helpful that ken is also shooting lasers at the judges (laughs) Right. As well. So, yeah. Um, but they also don't really have a lot of great things to say about yeah. the 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 clothes. Um, Zach pulls out, like, how the proportions. I would say that Zach is really quick. So, last week, we had Zach kind of firing at Sandro. And then this week, I think Heidi has um, weaponized how quick Zach is and how, how piercing Zach is with his mm-hmm. words <laughs> to mm-hmm. give real critiques. But... Well, and all, yeah, and and I think also Zach is uh, like you know there's been some change up in the writers' room. Oh, like like you know for Zach, like yes. Zach's private writers' room that he's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> has hired to have people write zingers for him during yes. the. Yes, that's my guess. <laughs> okay, no, I get it, I get it, because I was like so quick, so yeah. quick with those. I'm like, who has time to memorize zingers? It yeah. must have been coming just naturally out of out of his his own little head. <laughs> so no, I mean you you know you come up with like a bunch of different possible scenarios, mm-hmm. okay. and then you know you have something that would apply. But anyway, um, it yeah, it's not going well. Like Nina's like I just see a lot of haphazard draping. Um, they somebody hands can like the biggest present on earth by asking the question, how much did you spend on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I spent, I think the most out of all of the groups, they spent $1,400. Right. They spent $1,400, which was not, which under the limit, like under the yeah. suggested limit, yes. it's not even like they had a limit. Yes, exactly. Like they could have spent, more than fifteen hundred. It was just suggested that they spend, um, uh, you know, uh, fifteen hundred dollars. Right. So they were still under budget. Right. Right. But anyway, he he says, "Yeah, we spent fourteen hundred dollars," and grins widely. Mm-hmm. And then it's you know, of course, there's shock. Right. Because it's a it's a large number for what they've had so far thinking of even $500 per designer, typically the budget has been around two to four, four at the highest. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and also, you know, uh, they are very, oh gosh, like they're just, they're, they're hard to pin down in terms of how to talk about this, this work, but it also doesn't look um, 
as if they spent that much money and there are so many issues with the the garments that um you know they're kind of they're just kind of taken aback right. by this and so. and are and yeah and the end result is not three different ladies going to, to three different events or mm-hmm. or the same lady going to three different events right no it's like where was that piece of elevator yeah. pitch yeah. before yeah so um but what but i do think that um and i'm i'm blanking on the stylist's name our guest june, judge june ambrose june actually says something really great which is that like well, you know, if you have these materials and they're going to be really funky materials, mm-hmm. then and you're doing this thing that's kind of like disco to daytime, like I would have expected more exuberance. And it's like, yes, mm-hmm. like like that would have been a way to kind of tackle this. Like like when you hear it's an unconventional challenge mm-hmm. and you hear it's supposed to be like hot then one way to treat that is, okay, why don't we dress the girl who goes to the crazy thrift store and grabs a bunch of stuff and puts it together and looks more chic than anybody else? Yeah, yeah. Fantasy. Then then at least, yeah, you have a way to sort of tackle it. But that is so not what any of these designers are in their bones. That's not a way that Ken would ever... Like mm-hmm. Ken is so proper in his vision of what a woman is mm-hmm. that he it's like he couldn't even imagine that woman and and Alexandria is so um uh you know formal and restrained hmm. that like like when I heard the phrase disco to daytime I was like, Oh, that is yes, there's yeah. <laughs> there's the way out yeah. that you could have sort of gone through this if you if you would embrace that but it's like but then i thought like none of these people this is this is how you know that you have you have no prior experience with these designers because mm-hmm. none of them have shown the slightest ability to be able to like wrap their heads around that yeah even before they had all the conflict right yeah yeah totally totally agree with that um yeah i thought she got really sort of to the heart of it and especially with just commenting on how how they're talking about their work without what i think she said there's no conviction there's no fantasy there's no joy here (laughs) right and and so what what even you guys are kind of selling us it doesn't even seem as if you're sold on that so we're confused because you guys are confused yeah so and so And and then what's the response to that? Oh my gosh, that's basically a tattle. Yeah. So we have Alexandria, who's the first one who's frustrated, of course, because you know holding it in. But she's like, "Well, I'm going to talk so you can hear this coming out of my mouth. That uh, mm-hmm. it's hard when we have a third of our team who can't sew, and then another third of the team who's just really, really awful to work with." <laughs> So, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it, it sort of becomes this free for all to save oneself. And right. But but her but her first move is at Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Is is like Sue doesn't know how to sew. Yes. Yeah. And um, and then uh, and then that becomes like the whole focus, like Heidi's like. Who on your team doesn't know how to sew? Yeah. And then I think Sue Sue bring brings it up. She's like, "Listen, I do know how to sew. It's just different. Um, mm. I, I've 
gotten myself this far on sewing differently. And I think mm-hmm. we, let's just use another word. Let's say chemistry. We'll see a euphemism behind, right. you know, instead of like a gigantic shit show, we'll just say we had bad chemistry and um, trying to be a little bit more diplomatic. Um, but it just kind of gets mm-hmm. incredibly personal right. because Ken brings up how lacking in skills Sue is. And also that, um, and also Alexandra really piles on as well. So it becomes, again, this mostly attacking Sue for her lack of skills and uh, and the, frust- right. the, the frustration that they'd all been holding in until it got to the point of life or death. Right. So. But then but then Alexandria takes so so at this point, it's like Alexandria and um, and Ken on Sue. Yeah. And then, you know, Sue goes to, well, there's a chemistry of us working together. And Alexandria is like, well, that's a good word. And and I have to say that it's like, you know, yes, I went along with helping Sue on her garments and helping things out because I was afraid of. Um, and she sort of gestures towards Ken and goes towards being sent to the principal's office. <laughs> so it's basically like, OK, so Ken made me scared to um you know i i i had problems with ken but i couldn't confront him directly right yeah and i i this to me i didn't understand because we've seen this very hardened and almost unemotional scandinavian woman throughout the the the, these past Mm -hmm. four episodes um and to to be so visibly intimidated by Ken on this group challenge right. was I'll just say interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wonder if it's a function of being tired <laughs> and uh, you know, fed up, but mm-hmm. I just kind of, I just was not recognizing Alexandria on that stage with her right. holding herself, like just physically, she just was like, you know, arms crossed and feeling mm-hmm. very demurred and very reduced i'll say and scared yeah intimidated yes. and scared like like ken yes and i am now going to invoke the spirit of nina nina garcia okay. who says um who says what we're all thinking which is like okay so you guys are both focusing on sue and whether or not sue sews all of these looks are terrible yes like all three of these look like crap turn her like she has the models turn around it's like this mm-hmm. all looks bad this is all bad mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter whether or not sue was sewing or you couldn't or you didn't have time to but mm-hmm. you know um i don't think it, i've ever heard uh nina ever say ugly she's just like yeah. it's just ugly all of it yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of pierce through it. It's like, you yeah. guys, for all of your tension, for all of your your name calling and finger pointing, you made bad clothes. And this is a design yeah. competition. It's a design competition. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Man, anything else? What else happened? Yeah. There was so much time spent on this conflict. I know. Well, then we get like the crucial thing, which is that they they go through everything. They unearth the fact that they bought the curtains that they had to start over right right um and, and heidi uh, confirms she's like i would have raked you over the coals 
Yes. <laughs> he brought out a yes, curtain. Yes. <laughs> um, and and they talk about how Su- how Sue's model was sewing stuff onto the on was sewing her own garment together. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, and but but ultimately, um, the tide turns right because then we get to the point. Um, oh no. You know, there's where Alexandria uses the phrase, um, well, we have one person who's like this, who doesn't have the skills, and then we're, and then there's walking on glass in, um, in reference to Ken. Mm -hmm. And you'd see Ken turn with like blazing fury. Yes. Um, and, uh, and, and they, and they ask her whether she did not, she had a hard time to like work with, work with Ken and, you know, Ken isn't doing himself any favors at this moment. He's Mm -hmm. like, he is demonstrating exactly the sort of withering scorn that he confronts people who challenge him with. Mm -hmm. And, and then they sort everything else out. Yeah. Right. It becomes like, oh, I had, you know, I felt like I had to like take care of, you know, I had to take care of Ken. Like mm-hmm. it was like, you know, dealing with like ruffled feathers that she says something like at the kitty or something like. Yeah. She's like, um, she's like, I know that he's very sensitive and he'll just right. voice his opinion, but it's sort of like to keep it together there's just no time right. to argue and just want to pet the cat and i was like we go from driving ms sue at the very beginning of the episode yes. and here we have yes. pet the cat and it's just yeah. like no no yeah. guys ah, nah. yeah so so then they um so then they go back into you know they're waiting backstage and we get all this footage backstage mm-hmm. and you know do, you know, Sue starts saying something, Ken responds to that, Alexandria starts saying something, Ken shuts her, shuts down, her down and does, you know, does that thing that I was saying, like escalate and then walk away, escalate <laughs> yeah. and then walk away, escalate and then walk away. And then don't say, don't say any other words. I'm not talking to you. Blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Talking right. to you. Yeah. Talking down to you, talking at you, talking through you, yeah. tearing you apart with my face. Um, yeah. 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 So they're, you know, so they bring the models out on the out, out on stage and they're mm-hmm. like and Heidi's like what a week and Tim's like you you haven't seen anything, right? Oh gosh. Yeah, it's like you've yeah. only seen the the tip yeah. of the iceberg because because they don't know yet that Sue's model came out of the workroom undressed. Yeah, in her own clothes. Yes. Yes. So and also, they don't know yet how mad Tim is. <laughs> yeah. So Tim is yeah. like, listen, I lost it. I've never yeah. been so angry. Um, and also has to kind of, you know, tie or or uh, yeah. tie in and add in a lot of his impressions of how the team dynamics were working. And that, and to confirm, yes, um, Sue's model did sew her garment <laughs> in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and she shows them where because it was falling off of her body because she if she hadn't done it, then it would have fallen apart on on the runway. She would have been right. exposed. So, right. Yeah. Tim admits to being um, intimidated by Ken. Yes. 
Um, <laughs> and, you know, and uh, there, and, you know, and then we go on to the winning outfits. Everybody's like, it's Everyone's the like, oh, let's, let's, let's see some crazy. Please. It's a passionate team. Mm-hmm. An innovative team. Um, they yes. love. What I loved about this, and I think, uh, so June Ambrose, I think loved Karen's outfit as much as I did. Because mm-hmm. Karen's outfit comes up, she's like, talk about mixed media. And I was like, yeah, look at yeah. it, mixed media. She likes saying that word, and I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are just so many things to, you know, to look at and to, and to see and to just set your eyes on. Nina mm-hmm. puts on her glasses to look at Karen's outfit. I think mm-hmm. that's a high compliment. That's high praise from Nina. Did she put on her yeah. glasses to look at your garment? All right. So, <laughs> yes. Um, but anything else about this up close and too personal time with uh, no, judges? no, a little bit more poking and prodding models. Yes. Um, yeah. and uh, you know they're they're talking about um, uh, who should go home. Is it is it Ken or Sue? Right, right. Because they're they're okay with what Alexandria made because it was mm-hmm. at least constructed and they could see mm-hmm. the work put into it. I'm like, okay, all right, you got some skills. Yeah. Um, I mean, and theoretically, I, I'm surprised that they didn't go this route because because of Sandra leaving last week, theoretically, they could send two people home. I know. Yeah. Well, they, well I guess it still would be even because no one went home last week. From right, judges. that's what they I'm still... saying. Nobody yeah. went home last week. Yeah. Well, Sandro technically did. Right. But yeah. but there wasn't a designer elimination. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I I would have been okay with two people going home. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But before we go home, uh, Nalen, who wins this challenge? Uh, you know what? You, you know, don't call it a comeback, but. <laughs> HLPP. <laughs> yes, HLPP and HBP. <laughs> it's Jeremy. I love that. So, uh, Jeremy is the winner for his uh, Stingray Lexus inspired outfit. Yes. And uh, we hear from Heidi that one or more designers are going to go home. Um, mm-hmm. But who ends up going home, Nayland? Oh, finally. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to say. I mean, we're only five episodes in, but I I personally feel like this is kind of overdue. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sue is the one to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Put Sue out of her misery. It's, it's partly great right. for the show and also, I think, gracious for her. <laughs> yeah. And she says it's frustrating not to be showing her best. But it's like I don't. I. Mm. I mean, this is not the show for you. Yeah. No. They're. Yeah. I have. They're not going to. It doesn't look as if they're going to do a two day. And I don't know how much more you could have done in two days. This seems like a one day challenge season. So mm-hmm. not not going to happen. Not, never going to show your best on this suit. It's going to yeah. be harder. So. Yeah. So yeah. So um, anyone else going home, Nayland? Well, they do bring it right up to the to the brink, but no. No, no. Alexandria stays and Ken is in. Yeah. So and Ken Ken is 
giving such like I am prepared to go home um even though I will like laser you know like uh, yeah 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 oh gosh my goodness what tension um mm-hmm. man because yeah and then we get our wonderful little note from from yeah. Tim saying, "Oh, you know, I, I I agree with the judges. Like Sue's wonderful, but yeah, yeah, I I agree." Yeah, Ken comes Ken comes back into the room. Everybody like is scooching far down mm-hmm. from the uh, like on the couch, and um and he is sort of like immediately crying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's a lot to hold in and Mm -hmm. there's just so much i think yeah so much anger covering up a lot of stuff going on inside yeah 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 this is a this is a a, a, this is a rough one another another tough uh dramatic episode two in a row and so barely about the clothes i know i know we'll see like i feel like we still have some more chaff Mm. to get out of the way and i'm excited for that <laughs> yeah, I'm still stumbling. I'm I mean, I've watched the season twice, and I'm still stumbling over designers' names. Yeah, and and it's because we're in that period where it's like, ugh, there's a bunch of people that just kind of need to get cut. Yeah, just go, guys. Like they're yeah. not like doing anything. Yeah, I feel like we have maybe two more episodes to go for yeah. that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But I'm so glad you're hanging in there, Nalen. <laughs> I, I, it's for you. It's for you, Ernest. Uh, I feel so honored that you would suffer for me. This is you so know great. <laughs> we. It's like it's it's how we're getting each other through hard times. Yeah, because it's harder out there. So this is actually nothing in comparison. It's still, it is at, at, at if anything, it's very interesting. And, uh, you know, I'm getting a kick out of group dynamics because I, mm-hmm. I the psychology of this show is interesting to me as well. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, Nayland, do you have any last thoughts? And do you have anything to share with our listeners? And uh, tier three. So I'm, I'm also making this kind of like a Project Runway like challenge at the end. Can you remind our <laughs> listeners where they can find you? <laughs> um, uh, do I have anything um, really to share? Hmm. Um, nope, not particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you... Um, well, I do have a piece of information to share, which is okay. that um, it's it's looking um, quite like uh, we will not be able to open uh, my retrospective, hmm. no wrong holes to the public. Okay. Um, it does it does remain installed at the MIT List Center. We are working on ways for there to be a kind of virtual experience of the show. Um, during the rest of its run. Okay. So, um, so, so that's kind of going on. Um, if you want to follow me on uh, social media platforms, 
I am on Instagram at Nalen W. Blake and Twitter at Nalen Blake, um, where you can hear my um, deranged tweets about <laughs> video games and um, and signal boosting for various organizations and groups that I feel are important. Um, and uh, you can go to my website, uh, NalenBlake.net. Yay. Ernest, how about you? Uh, so you can find me, of course, on all social mediums at Ernest, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, and on my website, ErnestDavis.com. Um, and especially you can join us on all of our The Workroom podcast um, places on Instagram and Facebook. Places instead of accounts. I don't, you know, um, places sounds a lot more personal. And also, just just to um, put out there, so Nayland, um, the link to your show is in the show notes. So so listeners, you can click there for any updates. It's there. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I just have like a, a note for our, our Georgians out there. Early voting starts on December 14th. You'll be hearing this after December 14th. But early voting is starting. Um, still have the vote.org link in the show notes if anyone has um, any questions or needs a resource it's really great covers a gamut and I think that's about it just I just hope everyone's feeling okay and taking care of themselves as best they can and taking care of each other and yeah that's that's about it oh my goodness Nalen (laughs) <laughs> this is so fun <laughs> yeah yeah also if you want to follow along um uh follow us on patreon um oh, that's right. it is uh Im- immensely important and wonderful i know Ernest. um <laughs> thanks everybody at the beginning <laughs> uh of the episode but you know uh we'll give you another plug there yeah. um so do that so 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 thankful for, for all of yeah. y'all you can also follow our friends um, Linoleum Knife on their podcast yes. as well. Link is in the show notes as well. They're really mm-hmm. great. Um, also, I have to say that the dulcet tones of those two hosts are just really wonderful. Just like, oh just, yeah, oh, this is a, such a such a a trouble. I'm not yeah. a trouble. It's such a a base to the baritone. Yeah, yeah, they are the 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 lushness of their vocal cords is matched only by the sweetness of their behavior. So wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, um, listeners, thank you so much for listening or for yeah for listening along with us for watching along with us, and until next time, we will both say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Yay.